Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, welcome everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Thursday, 20th day of October 2022. Today is a Thursday, and I wish you, Big J, a very, very happy Thursday from the bottom of my very heart. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome, dude. It's weird. You are welcome, is it? That has to come from the very bottom of your heart? Well, I I didn't want you to think there was any less authenticity there than was really intended. So, yeah. I mean, I really do mean happy Thursday. I'm not just saying it to say it. A lot of people, I feel, when they're giving that that particular greeting, are just saying it. I hope your Thursday's mundane. That's not. Well, I guess that's... Never mind. I was going to say that's not very nice, but I'm like, you know what? It's kind of what I expected. So, I appreciate it. Uh, It could have been worse. I'm going to hang out with some friends tonight. I'm going to go see a comedy show. I think it's going to be a pretty good Thursday. You have friends? I do. I do. I do have to usually bribe them to (laughs) hang out with free comedy show tickets, but at least... messed up. It's happening. Oh, believe me. My therapist and I talk about it all the time. I'm kidding, of course. They're going to hear this and get very upset, but I uh, I don't mean that at all. Uh, From the bottom of my very heart, I don't mean that. From the bottom. Big J, welcome to Thursday. Today we have a nerd alert for you as a collective listening audience. We also have a chance for you to get qualified for $1,000. Yeah, we're doing a drawing every single day. And that $1,000 is going to go out the window from yesterday's code words around 9 o'clock or so today. And then we start a whole new batch of people that we can draw from beginning at 9 o'clock. So just a little bit after 9 o'clock, you're going to hear that first code word for inflation retaliation. We ask you that you pay attention, that you spell that word correctly, and that you text it into us, and you'll be qualified for today's drawing, and you might win $1,000. You never know. Damn! I believe the tagline is, it pays to listen. And it does make sense if you think about it in that capacity. On top of that, you can shut me down if I'm wrong, but I believe we're bringing back the uh, sold-out I Prevail tickets as of today. Is that correct, Big J? I think so, yeah. And so that's going to happen during the course of the program today. That's always good to tune in. Plus, we have another murder mystery clue happening at 7.30. So we're going to have a visit from Jeff Augusta from Zoo Boise to talk about a really cool event happening tomorrow night that the X will be out at and that you could be out at as well. If you are over the age of 21 and you like adult beverages... The zoo's got some cool stuff going on for you tomorrow night. So we're going to talk to Jeff about that in the 9 o'clock hour. So we are packed to the gills, as it were, Big J. We play music on this show as well, so we should get started with some Allison Chains here to kick off the morning after on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J. It was a nice year for Bogus Basin, Big J. They did pretty well, so much so that they're investing back into the actual place itself. They're going to throw about $5 million into the Bogus Basin Ski Lodge and all the stuff that goes on there during the offseason, and they're not messing around, man. Capital projects have been budgeted at $5 million, so if you're a new skier, you can expect more beginner-friendly trails. Uh, There will also be a brand-new way to access the ski lift. You have to scan your pass at electronic gates to get in. 
Lift Damn. chairs are going to be added as well. They're Damn. going to, they have doubled the amount of water they can pump through their snowmaking system. So there's going to be a ton of new snow up there, whether it snows here or not. And if you enjoy night skiing, they've even added more lights to the trails. They've doubled those as well. Damn! So they they had a gigantic. I mean, listen, everybody wanted to go back to Bogus this year, so they had a great year, and they wanted to make sure that they invested back in their product. And of course, they're gonna need some help. So they're having a hiring fair coming up on Saturday at the Bogus Basin Downtown Sales Office on Bogus Basin Road. It's going on from nine in the morning until noon. And they're looking to hire about 500 people for the seasonal jobs to help with all sorts of things, including some of these upgrades. So good luck. If you are interested in that and checking it out, you can go join the job fair coming up at the sales office on Bogus Basin Road on Saturday. So maybe if you're a big skier, this would be a great way. Or, you know, you got some time off during the holidays, you want to help out. It's a good time to do it. We got a couple of quarterbacks returning to their teams this week. Dak Prescott has gotten the all clear from doctors, and he will play in Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. He hasn't played since week one, Big J. That's when he broke his thumb Damn. against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Also returning to quarterback, his team is Tua Tagovailoa. He was spotted at practice yesterday and expected to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up on Sunday. Uh, he did also speak to reporters for the first time since the concussion that he suffered on September 29th, and if you're wondering if that was good, it probably wasn't. Like, I mean, he doesn't remember anything from, like, he says he remembers starting the game, he remembers feeling like he was hurt, and he doesn't remember getting taken off the field, he doesn't remember going to the hospital, he remembers being in the hospital after that. So, he was messed up, but anybody that watched that game could tell you that 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 was the case. So, uh, pretty impressive stuff that he is back on the field and enjoying himself and doing his thing. Should he be? Yeah, that's the well, I mean, who knows? Nobody knows. That's the thing. It's part of the problem. The Padres beat the Phillies 8 5 last night. That series is tied up one apiece, and the Astros doubled up the Yankees 4 2 in game one of the ALCS. Big J, uh, we have a listing of the number one ranked Halloween costumes for the year 2022 and i don't know it bothers me Uh, one thing particularly bothers me. oh yeah uh which is number one which has been for years and years and years (laughs) spider-man number two dinosaur is number three and then stranger things is number four fairy comes in at number five stranger things bothers me only because what what is a stranger things costume is that 11 is that eddie is that you know the the i picture it's like uh, just basically a uh you know a buzzed haircut and um, a hospital gown. The only reason why I'm taking, the, you know, uh, exception there to it. There could be like 19 different right, costumes for Stranger it. Things. And they said the first person on the list, like, you know, if you're dressing up as somebody, was Britney Spears. And that came in at 194th on the list. And what? I'm like, well, hang on. Stranger Things are people. Like, I mean, and, and also you're probably doing have one character. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to, that's a person. You have to pick somebody. You, you, nobody dresses up as Stranger Things. What the hell does that mean? You dress up as a character from Stranger Things. It's not like, you know, if you were dressing up from a character from, like, X-Men, you're like, I'm X-Men. No, which one are you, man? (laughs) Yep, you're right. It doesn't make much sense. But uh, that's just me nitpicking. Whatever you're going as this year, hopefully it's a friendly and safe Halloween. What's the Big J costume this time around? Well, I have no idea. It's a great question. I've been trying to figure it out. Have you? When was the last time you, honest to goodness, dressed up? I don't know. You've been very adverse to it. So, I mean, it's not that I'm adverse to it. It's hard to. Uh, you have to go. There's so much work that goes involved into coming up the costume for me because I'm so damn fat. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's 
it's not easy to just you can't just grab something off of a um you know at a costume shop you know what i mean sure you have so, to put some effort in yeah, yeah you, and i don't know if it's something that i like to put that much effort into well no that's now, clear i've been invited to a costume or a halloween party and costumes are acquired and i'm like what the bleep do i do man well, what was so, the last thing you dressed up as? Maybe I don't remember. I, I oh, have see? no idea. So it's been that long. Yeah, so long that you don't remember. It's been a very long time. Like, are we talking about maybe like as a kid? Have you ever no, done no, anything no, as no. an adult? Yes, okay. yes okay. I have. Okay. So you have played along. It's just been a long, long time. And as each year that goes by, you're less and less interested in getting involved in that. It's not that I'm less interested. It's just a lot more work. I mean, you know. It's got to you got to months in advance. Well, listen, uh, number if you one, to do it right months in advance. I, I understand that you want to look good. But when you when you think about it, like the vast majority of costumes out there, whether they're homemade or otherwise, the the amount of them that are amazing and ridiculously good are fairly low. I think we can agree with that. Yeah. So you don't have to, like, knock it out of the park. You can just you put forth a little bit of effort. and I think everybody would be happy. And I, this is not coming from a costume expert, by the way. The last time I dressed up for Halloween, I dressed up as you at uh, the In This Moment concert. It was a great costume. Did, only because you didn't know it was happening. People didn't know. They were like, hey, Big J, what's up? They did. They wouldn't leave me alone. They kept asking for money. Do you give people money? Yeah. Morning After I with knew. Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. <laughs> Motionless and white. That is Masterpiece here on The Morning After with Nick and and Big J. Big J, you're a purveyor of a lot of local restaurants in and around the area. You and the family go out and have dinner, uh, certainly more than I'm going out with a group of people and having dinner. So I imagine you've probably run into a situation where you go there with a group of people and you're told you got to wait a little bit for a table. Agree or disagree? No, not really. Because you're Big J. I'm asking the wrong guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, usually they just, oh, sir, come right through. Your usual? And so uh, it's pretty impressive that you can pull that. No, out. It, it hasn't. It's been a while. I mean, we if we go somewhere, it's usually not to a new fancy place that people are going to be waiting to eat at, you know? And I mean, are you because of your schedule? Are you eating dinner at unique times? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much uh, I, I mean, I get a list of uh, places that have early dinner from AARP. <laughs> so 4 p.m. dinner time. The early bird specials. Is what yeah, so for. I can be in bed by eight. All right. Listen. No, uh, we we do eat f- fairly early. In fact, one of the, the the kid was complaining we eat too early, and I'm like, listen, I have to because I don't want to be eating at eight o'clock at night. What time is dinner? Crazy, like six. That's not early. I know. Well, it's because Kyle gets home later from gotcha. school. Oh, so, you, uh, you and I'm like, I get. can't be concerned with him. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, well, because the rest of the family's waiting, he could. You know, I I wish I had his life. I could just get something to eat on the way home. You know, you can do people. that. Right? I know I can't. I get all kinds of looks. But I see what you're saying. You got to wait for a nice place. If you're gonna go it's somewhere. not even a nice place. We got so derailed. <laughs> I never even got into what I wanted to actually talk about. Oh. But uh, I wanted to say uh, I was going to ask for your uh, question of you because I thought maybe you'd encountered this more, but it's very clear to me now that you have not. So then the question then will arise if you were to have to wait for a table. How long would you wait reasonably before you just said, if what, what number would they have to give out for you to say, no, 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 we'll just find someplace else. Well, it depends. Am I, am I, am I eating at Denny's or am I eating somewhere nice? I'm no, it's not somewhere nice. This is oh, just yeah, in no, general. I'm not, I'm not going to wait uh, in line to eat at Denny's. If it's somewhere okay. nice, you're going to have to have reservations. No as offense it were. to Denny's. 
But if they said, yeah, we're Paxer, you're going to have to wait 30 minutes. Are you walking out and finding someplace yeah. else? Yeah, no, I, 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 it depends on if it was like my favorite place that I would wait, but the rest of the family wouldn't. Right. And that's what like, you have to take into account. Yes, yes. We would not wait that long. Okay. Would you wait 15 minutes if they said we can clear, yeah, out, clear out a table in 15 sure. minutes? Okay. I mean, that 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 scenario hap- would happen more often than not, like on a brunch day, you know, right. or you're going somewhere for breakfast, that sort of thing, and then you would you encounter a wait. And so, yeah, I think 15 minutes is acceptable. I, I agree. 15 is about my max, which makes me feel like I'm uh, a little bit hoity-toity, but it, it, I just, I and it's not like I have anything better to do. That's the other side note to this. It's it's just like, for some reason, with all the choices, that seems like a long time. Uh, 15, 50% of people, half of us, would wait 50 to 30, 15 to 30 minutes before uh, saying that, no, they'll take off. 26% would wait just 15 minutes, like you and me, Big J. 15% would wait 30 to 60 minutes. 6% would walk out immediately, and 3% would wait as long as it takes. They went to that place for a reason. It didn't matter what the restaurant was. They're sitting down, and they're going to get their table, and they're going to eat what they want. So I respect their commitment. But uh, it goes to my sensibilities towards as I've gotten older and because of my experience with things, uh, you're going to have to be pretty damn special for me to wait in line for anything. And that's the thing. I'll be happy to wait in line if I know it's going to be a place that had like, like, let's take food trucks, for example. Sometimes those waits can be pretty lengthy. Sure. And I'm like, listen, if it's one that I'm like excited to try their food and it's it's get great reviews and it's it's supposed to be really good, I'll wait because I want to check check that out myself. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But usually you 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 have that's again you seeking it out, yeah, right? Yeah. So you knew yeah. you what you were getting into. You knew the risks. You decided to be a part of the thing. I think it's a little bit different if the wait is unexpected. You know, if yeah. you walk in and they go, "Sorry, man. I mean, we're not going to be able to sit you down for 45 minutes." You're probably going to go, "I'll try you another day." But for those that stick it out, congratulations. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yeah, and uh, big game news is coming in huge chunks. And uh, yesterday, Konomi dropped a ton of news about the future of its iconic horror franchise, Silent Hill. Now, aside from confirming that a remake of Silent Hill 2 is coming, the studio revealed three new games. Townfall comes from an uh, Annapurna Interactive and No Code, a Glasgow studio known for strong narrative titles like Observation and Stories Untold. So the short teaser for Townfall looks to be the most traditional Silent Hill game of the trio. Ascension, due out in 2023, is the latest game uh, like installment, but it will feature the influence of J.J. Abrams in an interactive streaming series with a tagline, Face Your Trauma Together. Ascension comes from Abrams Studio, Bad Robot, and Gen VD, a company that produces interactive live shows. And then there's Silent Hill F, coming from Raichukyo 07, a creator known for crafting acclaimed visual novels with psychological horror and supernatural mysteries at their core, the teaser for this is incredibly gruesome, featuring a young woman as she is she's consumed from the inside out by the tentacles of a flesh-eating plant, Nick. Well, we've all been there. Seymour! <laughs> a YouTube description of the teaser says the game is set in the 1960s Japan, featuring a beautiful yet horrifying world. There's no world word yet on a release date. So, you Silent Hill fan? Did you ever play the original? No, I never. I never. Did you uh, see the movie? Uh, no, no. I uh, well, number one, it's first person, so I stay away from yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, so, no, I never played any of that stuff. And there, because I never played any of the stuff, I never watched the movie. All right, uh, the movie is pretty scary, uh, but we'll see what comes of the these things. Now,
Now, uh, some pretty cool news. Uh, Batman fans, get ready. Gotham Knights drops tonight at midnight, Nick, on all the new consoles and PC. So it won't be on PlayStation 4 and, and such. So uh, I know that you're a huge Arkham Knight, or, or, or Batman Arkham Knight fan. I haven't. I pre-ordered. Well, I didn't pre-order. It was a gift. I was given it to, as oh, okay. a gift, so I, I will. I will have access to it. Today. All right, great. I will look forward to maybe you giving a review next week because right now the reviews I've seen haven't been great. But it's like movie critics, and they're really you know focusing in on some details that I don't think are important for the general public, like frame rates yes. and stuff like that. I, I've seen the the frame rate criticism, and I'm like, I could give a rat. Yeah, sense. it's uh, it's like, come on, dude. Not everybody is a game streamer and uh, worried about that sort of stuff. So. We'll see what it really is look like. My daughter's super excited about this game. I'm so. very excited about what appears to be being able to cross-platform play with other people yeah. in this particular world and do other missions. And so I've got already a kind of a group of friends that are pre-ordered it, and we're excited to hopefully, again, we don't really know that much about it, hopefully play together. That's the that's yeah. what we want to do. And speaking of big game uh, launches, you've got uh, uh, Modern Warfare 2. Now, uh, here's that. The game full game doesn't release until next week but if you want to play the campaign today's the day you can do that on uh, playstation xbox uh, the pc all of that at uh, 8 a.m here this morning you will have access uh, to the campaign and then the full game the multiplayer all that comes out next week so uh, you can get on that here uh, today if you're uh, so inclined and speaking of uh, activision microsoft's buyout of activision blizzard for some 80 billion dollars continues to move forward but not without a few hiccups one of those hiccups being Sony PlayStation, concerned that once the current contracts expire, they would lose the Call of Duty franchise and that it would turn into an Xbox exclusive, something that Xbox head Phil Spector has repeatedly said would not be the case. Now, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority are taking a deep look into the merger. As a result, we are getting some inside look into what plans Microsoft has for this merger, and a couple of interesting things have come to light. First being that Xbox readily admits that, hey, we totally lost the console war to Sony, so they got nothing to worry about on that end. Uh, good job, Sony PlayStation. Second, that the Call of Duty part of the merger isn't really where Microsoft is planning on making the moves. The shop, uh, the shop would unsurprisingly lean heavily. Uh, or they want to create a completely new uh, game store, much like Apple, uh, the Apple Store, or the Android Google Play Store. That's what they want to create, uh, including lots of games. And so Activision would be, uh, they would be leaning on the Call of Duty uh, game, uh, mobile game, as well as some of the King's more casual games like Candy Crush. That represents more than half of Activision's revenue and would help attract gamers to the new platform. Uh, the purchase would boost Microsoft's mobile gaming and add revenue, according to the company. It would also offer much-needed expertise in developing marketing in these titles. The software giant is aware there will be challenges, but it will require a major shift in consumer habits to pull them away from the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, according to the filing. So, Microsoft says it will apply to its open app store philosophy to an Xbox mobile shop, including equal treatment for third-party apps and choices for in-app payments. Not sure how long that would take to come around once this merger does go through, but uh, they're not not—they're looking for a much bigger picture than just Call of Duty. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this the second it happened. I mean, of course Sony's going to freak out about it, but th this is not about Call of Duty. This is about other proprietary things that they can attach Call of Duty to without a doubt. But I think that game proper 
proper will always be cross-platform. I think that we're talking about other proprietary games or titles in that particular universe that they will develop that are new, that are ex- Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and that whole point there is that, they listen, they, they've never been a part, the, the console thing has been a secondary to what Microsoft wants to do. They want to have a major stake in the software world, and that uh, competition there is what they're after. So that's what it's all about. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. Here's traffic. Important stuff for your next clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. And we're going to hell all on the way. But first, it is TDS Fiber Traffic Center time brought to you by Western Heating and Air. Eastbound 94 is up to speed from the Carter Midland Interchange in Napa to the Flying Y. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you ever take anything to help you sleep? You ever do like melatonin or anything like that? No. I mean, years ago, some Ambien. Gotcha. Anything like uh, you just let nature take its course, whatever it will be, will be? Yeah, pretty much. I've uh, been that same way for a while, but melatonin is something that my family has experimented with, mostly with my youngest son who had some issues going to sleep when he was very young. I mean, he would just be up all night, and that was something that we tried to get him into a sleep cycle, but it wasn't really the easiest thing in the world to do so we talked to our pediatrician and that's what was recommended but eventually he built up an immunity to that and so it was like listen we're just going to throw it out the window because it's not helping much anyway but there's a lot of people in America that use a lot of things to catch some Z's and melatonin is easily the most readily available of those particular kind of over-the-counter things that you can purchase if you want And generally, that means that it's pretty safe, but it needs to be used appropriately. And there are doctors that are now kind of figuring out that this probably isn't happening as much as it should, because one thing does happen, much like I had mentioned. As you use this, and certainly use it on a nightly basis or a weekly basis or whatever, you start to build up an immunity to it, and then you start taking a ridiculous amount of it for it to be as impactful as it once was. And that's when you start wondering into, hey, if I'm, am I taking too much of this every day or every week? And it's not regulated by the FDA, so they are starting to say, hey, listen, if you're using over-the-counter melatonin, probably a good thing to talk to your doctor about just to make sure you're using the right amount of dosage and you're not overdoing it or you're not underdoing it and getting the results that you don't want. And so they also think that it's a pretty good idea to make sure that you talk to your doctor because this is something that is not really smart to use over an extended period of time years and years and years because it's like hey it's something that's fairly new not fda regulated therefore there's not a lot of stuff that we go hey is this doing any damage to us the further further down the line yeah and if you're using uh, melatonin to avoid jet lag while traveling uh use the sub- supplement when traveling east within the united states that's one of the biggest tips that they give you with it so that you don't totally throw off your sleep cycle so think about it won't you next time you're popping some melatonin now you know Baseball playoffs are well underway. We had a couple of games on the docket yesterday. The San Diego Padres evened up their series with the Philadelphia Phillies with an 8-5 win in their home ballpark. That series is knotted up at one apiece. Game one of the ALCS was yesterday as well. Houston Astros 4, New York Yankees 2. Astros are up one to nothing in that particular, uh, particular series. And this makes me sad. I read the story and I was like, really? But uh, they are going to resume production on Rust, Big J, in January of Why? next year. I don't know. Who wants to see that movie? That's I, exactly I would never see that. what I was thinking. Uh, it's on, It only has to be out of pure morbid curiosity. Now, I, I will also be perfectly honest. I didn't exactly have a whole lot of I, Rust I wouldn't have seen it anyways. Right. 
beforehand, but now you're at a point now where the only people that really are going to go out of the way of the sea and have some sort of weird, morbid curiosity about it. We're talking about the movie, of course, that uh, had uh, the that featured the the killing of Hyla Hutchins, the cinematographer and the director that also was shot on the set. But according to Variety, it is the director that wants to move forward with this particular thing, so that. Uh, Helena's final movie wasn't done in vain, and that's why they want to particularly complete it, but New Mexico has already said, hey, we're not going to let you guys finish filming that here. We've got some a lot of unresolved issues. There's still an investigation undergoing. We're not going to let you pick up where you left off. So, production is reportedly looking for a new location. I do not, I mean, I guess Alec Baldwin would have to be involved, right? He was a star of the movie. Yeah, I mean, this is just, uh, I get that, you know, that reasoning is makes sense to me, but at the same time, just way inappropriate. Yeah, it just, it feels, it's just sad. Like I said, that's all it does. It just makes me really, really sad that this is a thing. One would think you'd be like, we're going to have to chalk this one up as an L. Especially when it's something that's so easily preventable. Right. No, there's a lot, I mean, and they haven't even released any of that stuff, like all the mistakes that were made in this particular thing. And that's part of it, too. It's like, listen, regardless of where you're doing it, there has to be a certain element of trust involved in whatever production that you're doing, I think. Uh, whatever job you're doing, really. And if that, I, I would automatically enter into that agreement with a very high level of untrust with people to, surrounded by people that I'm not sure were hired correctly or could do their job correctly, no matter where the production was being done. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. The hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. It's a story that almost starts out like a joke, but it very much is not one. As we are going to Wyoming for today's We're Going to Hell story, and this has kind of been in the news lately, but if you missed the story, then we're going to talk about it here. It's the story of four friends, Big J that went to Shoshone National Forest in Wyoming on Saturday and then ended up all being attacked by a gigantic grizzly bear. Damn. Braden Lowry, Kendall Cummings, August Harrison, and Oren Jackson are all students and wrestling teammates at Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming. And apparently they decided to go to Shoshone National Forest on Saturday to search for some fallen antlers in that particular area. Next thing you know, they started hearing some crunching behind them. And then they're like, they turn around and they saw this big grizzly bear just barreling towards them out of the trees. So they didn't really get eyeballs on it until it was right in front of them. But then they heard the crashing, according to their interview on Good Morning America. And so one of them yelled, bear, bear. And all they did basically was that they realized that this thing was coming hard. So they had to protect their head and just kind of fight for your life, basically, is what they did. So everybody started trying, but it was really just the bear going after one particular person to begin with. But apparently he attacked Braden first and started grabbing, and the other one started grabbing and punching the bear until the animal turned on the rest of them, Big J. And so watch out. Damn. Apparently it knocked one of them to the ground, then with its head pushed the ground all the way up against the trees, and then kind of pinned him against the tree and was scratching at them. He said he could hear it and feel it chewing on its neck and everything. Then the bear walked away, and but it came back a short time later as they were helping the injured, the, the most severely injured of the teammates. And then it came back and attacked him again. So it was like The Revenant. Oh, you haven't seen that movie, huh? With Leonardo uh, no, DiCaprio. yeah, it's but I, I know the scene. But it, yeah, where it was like you think it's gone, but then it comes back. Eventually, two of them were able to escape. Two of them were too injured to kind of go someplace else. They called 911 and talked to Flight for Life, were able to get the other two 
that were severely injured out of the situation. The good news is all four of them survived. The uh, Cummings had to be airlifted to Billings Clinic in Cody, Wyoming, where he received 60 staples in his head. And uh, the other one that was really injured had a really scratched up face and also had a severely fractured arm in the process. The other two looked pretty good, all things considered. So it just reminds you, man, you never know. You never know when it's going to happen. So investigators are still trying to figure out what exactly happened and look for the grizzly that they think was involved in the incident. But they are saying in the last couple of weeks there has been abundance of bear activity in low elevations through Shoshone National Forest. And so uh, Wyoming Game and Fish is encouraging anybody in these areas to use caution and to be bear aware, Big J. Which is a sweet phrase that I feel like we need to use a little bit more. Yeah, no kidding. Be bear aware. So you never know, man. And there's all sorts of different tactics and stuff that go into what would happen if a bear decides to make you a target. But I imagine sometimes all of that goes through the window when you're actually in the situation. And also, like, usually it doesn't, you know, take on a pack of people, you know? You, you think to yourself, I'm here with others, therefore I'm kind of safe, because you would think that if somebody's on the prowl, they're yeah, going to go after one. Right. But tacked all four. And, I mean, the story, to be fair, does a really good job of talking about how it was these four wrestlers versus one bear. But I've read the story now three times, and nowhere in the story does it say how the bear got on the wrestling team, which I think is just a huge oversight by the coach to make that happen. That's like a mismatch. You wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, but the claws and the teeth. I guess. But it it just backfired on him. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few short minutes, you got yourself some important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's an old saying, Big J. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You've heard of this? Yeah. There's a new Princeton study out that says, you know what, old saying? You're pretty spot on, bro. Especially when it comes to stressful events. Nobody enjoys going through them. Nobody enjoys having them be dealt to them in their regular lives. But turns out those stressful events that we are handling and then eventually overcome make us more resilient, man. Especially uh, make us a little bit more capable of facing additional threats down the road that weren't, you know, kind of foreign to us before this whole thing happened. Now, the experiment did involve mice, your favorite type of experiment, Big J, who ended up fighting larger mice as opposed to those who hid. It sounds like Princeton put together a mice fight club. <laughs> they broke the first rule. <laughs> and what ended up happening was they found out that mice that did not defend themselves became really depressed. But the mice who fought, even if they lost, they became more resilient. And they ended up fighting harder the next time. You see? Now they're figuring maybe that information can be applied to human health. And that, you know, if you deal with something and face something, face adversity, whether you're successful or not, it makes you better equipped to face it the next time. So it sounds like they beat the piss out of mice for like seven months and then put together a study and like, hey, they man. trying to create Mighty Mouse? I don't know what they were doing. It sounds like a supervillain was doing stuff, if we're being perfectly honest. Not cool, man. What do these poor mice do except for exist? Now their job is to get the crap eat out of them for seven months? What's the science, man? Fun. Don't be mice. 
Dak Prescott is coming back. He will play in Sunday's home game against the Detroit Lions after being out since week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he broke his thumb. Tua is back as well for Miami. He was spotted at practice yesterday, so they expect him to play week seven's game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He also spoke to the press for the first time since the incident against the Cincinnati Bengals on September 29th, and he said he doesn't even remember being carted off the field on a stretcher after his uh, significant injury. Uh, He says he remembers kind of being conscious in the hospital much, much later, but that's all he remembers, which is never a good sign. So he definitely had some stuff going on. Probably want to keep an eye on that, too. Padres over the Phillies, series tied 1-1, and Astros over the Yankees last night. They're up 1-0 in the ALCS. Johnny Knoxville is making the rounds, doing some press stuff, because he is part of a new Hulu series called Reboot. And, of course, that eventually all turns to all things jackass whenever he shows up somewhere. And they asked about the possible, you know, more jackass down the road. And while he said, you know what, even though we really haven't spoken about it, there's always a possibility. You never know. And then, of course, the topic eventually of Bam Margera came up again. And he said that, you know what, uh, Bam is never not part of the family. They just want him to get better before they decide to do anything. So if he can get well and get well for himself and his family, then that's something they can talk about. He just loves the guy and wants him to stay well. And uh, there really hasn't been much conversation between the two since the lawsuit was filed. Of course, Bam Margera has been in and out of rehab a couple of times since then, struggling to get his stuff together when he doesn't really feel like he has a problem. And it's my understanding, Big J, it's the first step to recovery is admitting you have one. And so it's a little bit of a battle there still. But to Johnny and to Spike and to Jeff Tremonti's credit, whether you, you know, you're upset that, Je- that Bam wasn't involved in those movies or not, or you think it was justified or not, they really have, at least publicly, said nothing but nice and been really supportive of Bam Margera and what he is going through or not going through. You understand? Yeah. So it's nice to hear them still talk well about their friend, and hopefully he does get that help that they think he needs. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we're going to get you set up with tickets to go see... The band. Hello? Hello? <laughs> you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Uh, November 1st at the Rev Center. You will get to go see yourself some... Uh... Yeah, no, maybe I'm not okay. <laughs> I prevailed, dude. I prevailed, that's Holy right. I prevailed. Crap. Sorry, I'm in the middle of an argument with my kid. So, uh, I prevail and pierce the veil. Well, I hope you prevail in an argument, and I hope you no, win... I'm not. I prevail tickets, ladies and gentlemen, of the Treasure Valley, because that show is sold out. 208-287-1003. If you want to play, Big J, which I'm guessing it's going to be pretty easy to be victorious today. We'll see how it all works out. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. What's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? David. All right, David, you're up first. Today is Snoop Dogg's 51st birthday, so we're going to start with some Snoop Dogg questions, Okay. Okay. Early in his career, Snoop name-checked what liquor that he liked to mix with juice in one of his early hits. Gin. That is correct. Right. He enjoyed gin and juice. Big J, Snoop used what other animal name for his brief reggae career? His brief reggae career. He changed his name for a very short time for his reggae career and went by another animal. Yeah, I want to say lion? Yeah, Snoop Lion is absolutely correct. Well done. 
David, back to you. What uh, cooking and home goods icon co-hosted a cooking show with Snoop Dogg? Martha Stewart. That is correct. Right. Big J, we're back to Eminem because it was his 50th birthday the other day. <laughs> He's known for repping Detroit, Michigan, but he was actually born in what other Midwestern state? Nebraska, Missouri, or Iowa? Let's go with Nebraska. Nebraska. Wrong. No, I'm sorry. He was not born in Nebraska. I realize this is a stab in the dark, which is why I gave you choices, but no. Uh, David, do you happen to know you win no matter what? Where was Eminem actually born? Nebraska, Missouri, or Iowa? I want to say Iowa. It's a good guess, but not right. It doesn't matter. You win anyway. The correct answer is born in Missouri. Right. Born in Missouri. That's where he first started hating his mom. Dave, hang out one second. We'll get you some I Prevail tickets for that sold-out show happening on November 1st at the Rev Center, and we will give you the world premiere of the brand-new Theory of a Dead Man as well as some headlines on the way here next on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. For the swarm, go bad guy, or now that's convenient. Now that's convenient. Circle K, Big J, you've heard of them, right? Yeah. Something strange is afoot there, if you remember Bill and Ted. But the convenience store chain has also made history because they have signed a deal with Green Thumb Industries, which is one of the largest cannabis producers in the United States. And if everything goes to plan, there will be Circle K stores in Florida that will be licensed to sell marijuana. So weed will be coming to U.S. gas stations, basically. That's how accessible it's going to be in some places. Now, it's a big deal because until now, legal marijuana has only been available in standalone dispensaries. But after this new arrangement gets rolling, some customers in Florida will be able to buy lottery tickets, chips, sodas, a 12-pack of beer, and some weed, Big J. Let's go. It sounds like like a song. Mr. Green Thumb. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where they got the idea for the industry. So uh, you have to go all the way to Florida to get your weed at a gas station, but it's probably not surprising that they're leading the charge in making it as convenient as possible to get drugs. So there you have it. That's happening. Uh, Whether it goes down before the end of the year is another issue altogether. they got to clear some hurdles, but once that happens, it's going to be as convenient as ever in Florida to make it go down. For the swarm or go bad guy. Go bad guy. I feel like you kind of ride the the line on this one, but apparently a lot of us cheer for the villain in the TV shows and pop culture that we watch. 51% of respondents of people that say they regularly watch television or films say they always or often root for the villain. And 60% say they watch a series or movies only for the villain. And 77% said the right villain could make or break the show. That's absolutely accurate. But do you find yourself more on the side of good or evil when you're watching things, Big J? Yeah, not evil. No good. Well, I mean, I do remember you uh, You have a firm belief that Thanos is right, if I remember that correctly. Uh, that's the bad guy. You realize that, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if uh, I, I, I think he's right. Probably the right way to go. You know what right means, right? Yeah, I do. You just said it. I don't think he's right. I think it might be the right way to go. Yeah. Have you seen this world? No, I have. I'm just saying that's the bad guy in that particular, you know, storyline. I'm guessing that when you're watching your your cop procedurals, you're probably on the side of the law enforcement, right? Yes. When you're watching crime, or what's it called? Uh, Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds. Or, or Hawaii Five O or, or NCSY, Hawaii Five O. 
you're always rooting for the team that's on the side of good there. Oh, yeah. Any other things that you can think of where you're rooting for the bad person to be victorious? I mean, there's shows that follow bad people around, like Breaking Bad, you're rooting for the bad guy if you watch it. Because you're a fan of Brian Cranston and Heisenberg, and you want to see some, that's rooting for the bad guy. Better Call Saul, the same thing, really. Yeah, I mean, it. sure, so there are some, probably some cases. But in most cases, I'd like to think that most of us are on the side of good. But I will say that if you don't have the right villain or bad guy, quote-unquote, it does make or break a show or a movie. Like for, they, oh, having a good villain, for yes, sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'll agree with the 77 percentile there. And we'll wrap it up with For the Swarm. Uh, not exactly sweet as honey, but a Springfield, Massachusetts woman has been arrested, Big J, because she apparently unleashed her bees on police when they were serving her an eviction notice. Whoa. Her name is Rory Woods, and reportedly she launched a sting operation on October 12th as deputies secured the premises of a $1.5 million home. She had a beekeeper suit on, and then she ended up just opening up a bunch of large hives and sicking, essentially, her bees on the officers. They tried to attempt to stop her from opening up the uh, the rest of the, the, the kind of hives that they had, but they weren't able to do it because they were getting stung so much. One officer had to go to the hospital and is recovering well. She now is facing charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, the weapon, of course, being the bees. Big J, this is the birth of a supervillain called the yeah. Beekeeper. Yeah. This is it. I mean, she controls bees and has them do her billing. I mean, it's kind of like the wasp in Ant-Man, but it's different altogether because it's bad, number one. And number two, she's actually controlling these instinct insects, obviously, and making them do her bidding, which is incredible when you think about it. Or, okay, what's a better nickname, Big J? The beekeeper or queen bee? How say you? Queen bee. Okay, just making sure. Because they're following her, obviously, like a queen, right? So that's the way it goes. Look for that soon in comics everywhere. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on most things. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it's another big weekend here in the Treasure Valley, and Friday coming up at Zoo Boise is a really cool event, which is why we are visiting with our friend Jeff Augusta from Zoo Boise. Jeff, thanks for coming in again, man. We hey, appreciate it. I, I appreciate you letting me come in and talk about this, because we are really excited for this event. It's Boo and Brews. It's the first time we've done this. It's a 21-plus only Halloween-themed Zoo Brew event. It's really cool, because, I mean, it has an opportunity not only to kind of mix in some great local breweries, but also the Halloween fun of things, right? Yeah, so again, I'm going to reiterate that it's a 21 plus event, so the kids can stay at home this time. This is just for the adults to come out and enjoy. And yeah, it's going to be a Halloween themed event at the zoo. We're going to have local breweries uh, set up throughout the zoo. Uh, costume contests uh, throughout the day or throughout the evening where people can win prizes as well as some animal experiences that people can do, some uh, special food menus. There's all sorts of stuff happening um, at Boo and Brews. I think it's cool that, you know, you guys are focusing a little bit on the adult side. Uh, and, and, you know, that that seems to me be a great place just to have a chance to chill out and, you know, you get a, a chance to interact with some of the, uh, the animals out there and then enjoy yourself. Exactly, yeah. And this is an event where, again, it's all about having fun. But part of the every admission to Zoo Boise does go to our Wildlife Conservation Fund. So people can come out, have a good time, and also know that they're helping animals in the wild as well. So you come out, have a beer, have some fun with friends, get in the Halloween spirit, see some animals, and know that you're helping them as well. It's happening this Friday. What time does the excitement start over there? Uh, 5.30. Beautiful. And so you, you mentioned costume contests and the Halloween theme. 
you don't have to dress up if you don't want to, do you? But you're oh, encouraging it. Yeah, right? we're encouraging people to dress up. You don't have to dress up if you just want to come and have a good time. Please come and and do that. Uh, tickets we are uh, recommending because you know they are going to go fast. There's only a limited number of tickets, so people should go to zooboise.org and and get their tickets. So so what's your costume going to be? I uh, I will be a how about a seductive zookeeper? <laughs> I don't know, That's a horror zookeeper. But yeah, I'm not a zookeeper. Dressed as yeah. now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm a zoo employee. To, to me, that means you're wearing khakis and you're tr- and you got a trank gun with you. That's uh, a seductive zookeeper. Well, uh, I'm I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll unbutton one button. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies. Now we're talking. It's going to be a good time out there at, uh, at Zoo Boise on Friday. And, of course, you know, we do want people to grab tickets in advance. ZooBoise.org is where they can do that. You just click on the coming attractions event, and there's, like, links to buy the tickets Yeah, there. I mean, if you go to our website or our Facebook page or Instagram or wherever you get your, your news, you'll be able to find that. Believe me, we're, we're putting it out there because it's going to be fun, and we're excited. It's really cool that the zoo is kind of uh, doing things a little bit more evening-related and for adults as well. Uh, can you get into specific? as to what kind of cool things people could do with the animals? Um, so there might not be necessarily that you're going to be able to interact with them, but you're going to be able to see them do some cool things. Like we're doing a, a wild African wild dog zip line. Okay. Um, which does not mean you'll be zip lining over the wild dogs because they are the, <laughs> one of the best hunters in all of Africa, if not the best. But they'll get like a big rack of like ribs or something similar to that. And they actually will zip line that over the dogs and then they'll have to use their, their physical abilities to get that down and, and rip that open and eat it and all that stuff. So, and I think we know uh, Tugel, who's our southern ground hornbill, who is probably our most popular animal because he's so interactive we'll be doing a chat about him as well and and okay, cool. sim- sim- things similar to that but while Give you're having a, a nice craft local beer too that's right so uh enjoy it grab your tickets in advance that's what you want to do and the fun starts at 5 30 there's also going to be a bunch of local brewers out there that you can learn a little bit more about the products the x is going to be out there if you want to check out some free stuff and swag from us as well so it's a great place to learn a little bit more about the community and all the cool stuff going on in it as well right yeah and they'll be able to see me exactly come on man <laughs> so dress up have a good time leave the kids at home and enjoy yourself friday night because it's going to be a lot of fun the website one more time jeff for yeah, people zoo boys Go check it out. Grab your tickets now. Jeff, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate both of you. Thank you. I'm not impressed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we got some tickets here. Animals as leaders coming to the Knitting Factory Monday, October 24th. Some prog metal for you. We'll get you set up with those. If you can figure out Bad Impressions, which is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru, more than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has prepared three clues about somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then you will get tickets to Animals as Leaders coming up on Monday of next week. We did this yesterday. It was fun. Big J, you guess how many clues it's going to take for somebody to get this one right. Today? You mean uh, three. It'll it'll probably take three. All right. So Big J says it's a challenge. Can you answer the call? And actually get it right in less than three. Maybe that's the contest. Is there a bonus prize attached? Absolutely not. Hello, the X. Good morning. Hello. You there? Hello. Hey, man. What's up? Yep. What's your name? John. All right, man. You're up first. Good luck. My name is Saul, but you can call me something else. Next clue. I'm a pretty dang good guitar player. Maybe one of the all-time greatest, but I would never say that. Thanks, other people. Last one. I wear a top hat and I'm in the band GNR. Flash. 
Slash yeah. is ranked. There you go. Good job, man. Congratulations. Hang on tight. We'll get you all that information for Animals as Leaders tickets. And why is Slash in the news? Well, uh, he uh, recently was doing an interview on some other radio station, uh, lucky to have him uh, talking to them. And <laughs> he says that they've got a couple of epic songs left to release. And I'm talking about Guns and Roses. Uh, he goes, uh, he says, I want to go out. Uh, I want to go in and cut a whole brand new record at some point, probably sooner than later. But other than that, we have some stuff that's still got to come out. So that's going to be coming out piecemealed over the next few months or something like that. So basically, uh, it we will have one or, uh, one or more tour left to do next summer, and then that'll free us up to be able to go back in and work on a new record. Let me ask you, Big J, does that make you excited? Like, how did you feel about hard school? I yeah. liked hard school. Okay. You liked it. You enjoyed it. Yeah. Enough to make you go, this is this is what I'm signing up for. I want a whole new record from Guns N' Roses. Sure, why not, okay. man? Uh, listen, it's not a bad thing, per se. Uh, it just it kind of depends on how excited you are for it. But I know Slash certainly works hard and does very good things, so why not continue that? I know the guitar will be great. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is Ghost, that is Spillways, that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Thursday. We do have one more order of business to do, Big J. You know how we're giving away $1,000 every single day? Yeah, I do. Inflation retaliation. And so we already did the 9 o'clock code word, which was pretty awesome. Thank you all for texting it in. But we have to call the winner for the $1,000 from yesterday's code words. And so let's see if we can't do that to make sure somebody is a little bit happy. Hello? This is Jenna. Hey, Jenna, how you doing? This is Nick. And Big J from 100.3 The X. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I'm calling you for a pretty good reason. Are you familiar with our inflation retaliation contest in which you texted oh code words? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You didn't even I, let him get his spiel I know. Out. I didn't even get my whole like good. spiel out. I like that you're paying attention though. That's really good. We're tired of him talking. <laughs> But, if you're calling to tell me I didn't win, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah, sorry. We call all the people that don't win and just let them know that they haven't won 1000 No, we are calling you because you've won $1,000. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That's so great. We, you guys are awesome. We are very happy for you. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, do you have any particular plans for the money, Jenna, at all? I mean, probably Christmas. Christmas is coming up. It'll really help for that. Indeed, it will. Congratulations to Jenna. She is today's $1,000 winner. That's how it goes. We call everybody every single weekday and try to give away $1,000, and hopefully it is you, and it could be as long as you play along. More code words coming at 11, 1, 3, and 5 today, so please pay attention and text those in, and maybe you could win $1,000 from us tomorrow, courtesy of the X-Rocks and Inflation Retaliation. Quick reminder that we have a big remote coming up on Saturday, a big broadcast, 1-3 to three, at the old Kmart in Napa with Team's Trade-A-Thon Marathon. So if you need a new or used vehicle and you want a great deal courtesy of Team Mazda, come on out to the old Kmart in Nampa. It's going on today through Sunday, but I will be broadcasting live on Saturday from 1-3 to three, giving away stuff, and there's also going to be a daily $500 daily drawing for cash there too. So hey, lots of reasons to pop on by and be a part of the fun, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, if you uh, are in the Halloween mood and you want to see a cool new video, Guar has put out a new video uh, for a song called The Cutter, which features Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. And she's all covered in Guar goo, right? Yeah, yeah, Guar, guar goo, and she's got her own name uh, that is uh, profane that we cannot say here on the radio. I'm pretty sure that's a scientific name. I don't, I, know if I don't want to risk it. 
Fair enough. Uh, but you can check it out you for yourself on your own time, not Big J's time. Yeah, not my time. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rock. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.